Psalm 136 tonight. Psalm 136. There is a phrase that is, or a sentence that, that is repeated over and over again here, and it just blessed my heart, and I want to share it with you uh, tonight. Psalm 136, we'll read the entire chapter here, not too long. But it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth how long? Forever. That's a repeated phrase there. Oh, give thanks unto God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out uh, the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun uh, to, the, to rule the, by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in, thy, uh, in their uh, firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. Uh, but overthrow, overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him uh, which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Shot uh, Sion, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their uh, land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even a heritage unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. And 26 times here in this chapter, we find these beautiful words, for his mercy endureth forever. And that's not just there to fill space. I, I think it's there, of course, to encourage and to uplift and to remember the mercy of God. And tonight, that's the title of my message, for his mercy endureth forever. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get started here this evening. Our Heavenly Father, as we look into your word tonight, help us all to focus in on the message that you have for us, that we see these wonderful words. May our hearts be thrilled. Uh, may we be motivated and encouraged tonight to uh, uh, just to be more for you, to allow you to do the work in our lives that you want, that we can do more for you. For we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. And these are beautiful words, for his mercy endureth forever. This Someone uh, put it this way, is, is the most comprehensive statements regarding uh, the uh, nature of God in all the Bible, for his mercy endureth forever. Or uh, the psalmist says in Psalm 23, 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The thought of the mercy of the Lord, if you give it some thought, if you just take some time this week to think about the mercy of God, it is overwhelming. It is astounding to think about that, that mercy that he extends toward us. The fact that the Lord's mercy endures forever 
It means it can never stop. It can ne- His mercy can never be stopped. And now we should wake up in the mornings praising God for his mercy. Um, and are, are you, here's the thing, no matter where you're at, if a person's deep in sin, his mercy endureth forever. Are you away from God? His mercy endureth forever. His mercy goes beyond and above anything that we'll face. No matter how deep you've fallen, his mercy is sufficient. It doesn't matter how far you've strayed. His mercy endureth forever. It goes just a little further. There was a young man on trial. He had committed a crime, and he was really nervous. And In fact, uh, he was just trembling with fear. And the judge said, now look, fella, don't be so nervous. You're going to get justice. And the young man said, I, I don't need justice. I need mercy. And uh, that's, that's what we all need. Um, that's what every individual needs. We need mercy, the mercy of God. In Romans, we, we, we read this, grace and peace be unto you. That was a common um, way of a salutation, of greeting uh, individuals. You'll see that often in Paul's letters. But when a Jew met someone on the street, they would use those words. They would say peace or shalom. In fact, I'm, they still do that in, in Israel. And, but Paul wrote and said grace and peace. Why? Because no one has peace until they've experienced the grace of God. And 1 Corinthians starts off, grace and peace unto you. There it is again. So does 2 Corinthians and Galatians and Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. They all start with that same uh, greeting, grace and peace be unto you. Both books of uh, Thessalonians start the same way as well. When you read 1 Timothy, though, you see a little uh, something added to it. Listen to this. 1 Timothy, it says, grace mercy, and peace be unto you. Now, I, I, maybe, maybe it was because he's writing to a preacher. Um, maybe preachers need more mercy. I, uh, maybe so. But uh, it's interesting. I, I think uh, we, we see Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and the Thessalonians are written to churches. Whereas Timothy, yes, it was written to a preacher, but it's written to an individual. And that's, uh, I believe, the difference. And uh, you'll see that also in other letters that were written to preachers. 2 Timothy, uh, again, Paul says, grace, mercy, and peace be unto you. In Titus, grace, mercy, and peace be unto you. And the Lord said to the church, he he says, uh, uh, church there at Galatia, grace and peace. Uh, in, um, In Timothy, he adds the word mercy. So, When the Lord had Paul write these epistles to individuals, uh, he he included mercy because it's individuals that need mercy. We all stand in the need of God's mercy tonight. Uh, There's not a one of us that uh, does not need God's mercy. And so none, none of us deserve to go to heaven tonight. None of us deserve the love of God. And to have that relationship that we have been given, it's only by the mercy of God. Uh, Thy mercies, in Lamentation, it says, thy mercies are new every morning. Lamentations 3.23. You know, do you ever think, why does he say in the morning? It, It seems like it should say, thy mercies are new every evening. Because it's through the day that we are about our meanness. It's during the day 
we stick our foot in our mouth and when we uh, maybe uh, lose our temper or uh, we have other uh, things, sins in our life and it's at night we come before the Lord and say, Lord, I didn't do what I had planned to do. I failed. I've sinned. And we confess. We ask the Lord to forgive. But here's the thing. You know, the psalmist says uh, in Psalm uh, 19, cleanse thou me from my are, are from secret faults, O Lord. What's he talking about there? Those are sins that people don't know about, don't need to know about. I'm not, I'm not for this uh, having a confession time where you confess every sin that's on your heart and mind. That's a dangerous thing. I, I do not believe that that's what uh, God would have us do. Now, if you, there are sins that involve other individuals, yeah, you confess. If you have sinned against the church as a whole or publicly, that's a different thing. But uh, don't, don't bring out, uh, uh, and I don't think anyone here is on that way of thinking, bring out all those things for everybody to see and to know. Confess it to God and leave it there. But about that's the secret. Uh, it's talking about my faults. That, in fact, my faults that maybe I don't even know about or I'm not aware of just yet. And uh, so the, the psalmist said more than forgive me for my sins. He said, forgive the sins nobody knows about. Forgive me for the sins that I am not even aware of yet, that make me aware of it so that I can confess it and be right and leave nothing undone. So that's why I think the writer of Lamentation said, I are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness because we <laughs> it's not just in the morning. It's not just all the time. We are all we are sinners. And, and I got to thinking about the events of the Bible where God's mercy endureth forever. In the book of Chronicles and, and for the sake of time I'm not going to turn there. You can jot these references down. You can look them up later. Some of them are quite lengthy. But in 1 Chronicles chapter 5, in verse 17, Solomon had finished building the temple there in 1 Chronicles. And he uh, comes to dedicate the temple. And when the Ark of the Covenant is brought in, man, they had the singers there that were singing. They had the instruments they began to play. And the uh, writer says this, His mercy endureth forever. And the people were rejoicing. The king stood and prayed, the dedication prayer there as they come into this new, beautiful temple. And while he was praying, Solomon stopped and said, his mercy endureth forever. And I got to thinking about how God blessed them by giving them that Shekinah glory and, and they're in the Holy of Holies. And it was so bright that the priests were not even able to minister because of the brightness of the Shekinah glory. And they said, his mercy endureth forever. And I begin to think about the years here at Nobbs Baptist Church. Uh, of course, I can only go back 28 years. But I begin to think about that and how God has been so good to us. And, how, and the many, yes, there have been trials. Yes, there have been battles. And there have been things that have been discouraging. But overall, as we look, we would have to say too, stand and say with with joy in our heart, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, how God is so many great and mighty things. And God is not done yet. God's not done with our church. I know we may not be where we want to be, and we're not where we want to be as far as attendance and reaching people and seeing people saved and baptized. 
But um, we need to remember tonight, his mercy endureth forever. Uh, we could all stand up and say that tonight. Uh, his mercy endureth forever. When the Holy of Holies in the temple was opened and the glory of God filled the place, the people sang and they said those very words again, his mercy endureth forever. There was a second time in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 41. The phrase is mentioned there again. Um, the Ark of the Covenant had been removed from Israel. We studied about this in 2 Samuel. And the, the Philistines had taken it to Gath and, and uh, uh, Ekron and Ashdod. And for years, the Ark had been absent uh, from the temple. And uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant had been gone. But now the Ark returns to Jerusalem. And boy, the joy. You remember David, his response? He was so happy when the ark was coming back, he began to dance around the ark. And uh, uh, folks, kings praised the Lord. David was a praiser, and he uh, praised God often. Kings, not only kings, preachers ought to praise the Lord. Uh, deacons and PhDs and school teachers and doctors, lawyers and, and presidents and senators and congressmen, judges, all of us ought to praise the Lord. And we ought to say, for his mercy endureth forever. And just as David did here. And that's what David did there as they brought that ark in. And the people as well, uh, they uh, said his, his mercy endureth forever. And then there's a third time. The temple was destroyed. The Israelites were led away in captivity into Babylon. We've been talking about that, especially in the book of Daniel. And the walls had been leveled, their homes had been demolished, and the temple had been desecrated. For 70 long, homesick, lonely years, they exiled. They lived away from their home. For 70 years, they sat down, and the Bible tells us they wept by the river Chebar in Babylon. They wouldn't even play their harps. There was no joy, and they wouldn't sing psalms of joy. One day, God burdens the heart of Zerubbabel to return to rebuild the temple. Ezra records that very uh, thing happening in Ezra 3.11. tells us how God's people came from far and near. And they laid the foundation for the building of God's house. And this was a happy time. Man, there was excitement in the air. And the Bible says the singers sang and they played their instruments here at this rebuilding. And they shouted, you guessed it, for his mercy endureth forever. Now stop and think how sinful we are. And the mercy of the Lord that forgave you, that forgave me. Stop and think of the attitude that you might have had this past week. Again, I am not asking for anyone to confess, but did you? Did you have a bad attitude at one point? Did you lose your temper, temper, temperature? Did you lose your, did, did you get angry? I'll put it that way, maybe easier to say. And, but we can't forget the, the harsh words that we've said. Um, how many times would it have been best, or what we should have done is just been quiet. But we had to put our two cents in, and we had to say something. And uh, we are guilty of envy. We are guilty of covetousness. We are guilty of jealousy. We are guilty of, many, of impatience. 
without any long suffering at all. Yet the dear Lord, he looks down from heaven and, and in spite of all we've done, in spite of who we really are, his mercy endureth forever. I love Psalm 107, verse 1. It tells us there again, his mercy endures forever. In this psalm, David remembers just like he did in Psalm 136. He remembers what God has done. Uh, the seas were parted for his mercy endureth forever. Pharaoh's armies were drowned. His uh, mercy endureth forever and so forth. All these wonderful things that God had brought them through, they remembered uh, uh, with joy and were brought to those uh, repeating that phrase again, for his mercy endureth forever. Over and over again, the psalmist remembers the blessings of God uh, of the past. I thought about when I was reading this, uh, 29 years ago, roughly, I can remember Brother Charles calling me on the phone. We had conversations. First time I had met him on the phone, and we didn't have the uh, uh, Skype and all that, uh, FaceTime. Uh, we didn't even have... Uh, all the computers and the phones and that kind of thing. Cell phones were, uh, uh, were pretty rare. I remember the first cell phone. You remember that? We had one in the van, and it was a huge bag, and it had the cord on it. And, uh, and that it, Boy, we thought that was really something. But back to my, I'm, I'm digressing here. But I remember 29 years ago, roughly, and, and I, as I had an, uh, an invitation to come to Illinois to candidate at this church, I thought, well, you know, Lord, this is the last place I ever wanted to come back to. I love Illinois. I mean, I was born in Illinois, but I thought there'd be somewhere else you'd have me. And I, I thought, this is the last place that I'd really ever want to live. But God has put me here, and I guess now this is going to, looks like it might be the last place I, I'm going to live on this earth. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to come to Illinois. But God's mercy, it endured. God has changed me in my heart and God led me here without a doubt I, I know that and, uh, and, and God uh, gave me a, a love and a, a desire to see God do a work here but we need to we need to remember this uh, we're reminded of God's leadership in our lives as we look back over the years we would all, all have to say his mercy it endureth forever the psalmist said in the first verse of Psalm 106 also 107, I just shared with you. And uh, Psalm 118, praise the Lord, his mercy endureth forever. God puts up with people like you and I. And uh, God uses people like us. God forgives people like us. God loves people like us. His mercy endureth forever. Then again, you find in Jeremiah 33, 11, that same phrase, his mercy endureth forever. Jeremiah saw the coming kingdom. He saw the lion lying down with the lamb. And he, he saw the little child leading a lion down the street. He, he saw all these things, the kingdom of righteousness and peace. And uh, as he saw these visions, and Jeremiah said, praise the Lord. Uh, look what he has in store for our future. And then he said this, his mercy endureth forever. Did you know God will be merciful to you as long as you live? That's a comforting thought. Uh, young people that um, may be here tonight, when you get old, and uh, you'll find that God's mercy endures forever. 
when middle-aged people, when they get toward their senior years, they'll find that his mercy endures forever. And when you uh, folks that maybe are up there a little bit yet, 70s, 80s, 90s, I don't think we have any of those here tonight, the 90s, but um, when most of life, when you get to the place, when you look back and you you see, well, I've lived most of my life, and you will have to conclude his mercy endureth forever. You'll find it true. You'll, you'll know it's true. You'll be encouraged by it, whatever stage of life you're in. The mercy of the Lord will be there when you go through the valley of the shadow. Uh, when somebody sits down by your bedside and waits for you to go home to be with the Lord, his mercy will endure forever. When you come to that valley, his mercy will endure forever. When cancer begins to destroy one's body, and I know we know some dear friends that are going through that right now, his mercy endureth forever. When you cross the, the chilly Jordan, as the Bible says, and go into the presence of your Lord, his mercy is just beginning. When we see him, his mercy endureth forever. When we Rise to meet him in the air. His mercy endureth forever. When we come back to earth with him, his mercy endureth forever. When we walk the streets of gold and, and walk through those gates of pearls, his mercy endureth forever. When we've been with him 10 million years, his mercy will endure forever. And that means no matter what happens, God's mercy is always, always will be there. No matter what we face, the mercy of God is there. Um, think about this. Uh, in the future, we don't know what the future holds. God may allow some of us to go through a terrible accident. We might find ourselves uh, there on the side of a road, breathing our last breath, but we'll be able to say his mercy endureth forever. It may be that God has a, a wheelchair in store for some of us here even tonight. I know little Dowers didn't plan on being in the wheelchair here. And his mercy endureth forever. It may be that God is going to allow some to be deaf. His mercy endureth forever. To lose your sight, his mercy endureth forever. Um, I've debated in my own mind what would be worse, losing your sight or losing your hearing. Never being able to hear a, a, a whippoorwill. I don't hear too many of those anymore around here, but, or the Bob White. Uh, never be able to hear the birds, the songs of the birds in the morning or uh, uh, the sweet sound of a gospel choir. But his mercy endures forever. And so... Uh, it may be that God will allow pressures to come into someone's life and see what happens. People I thought would never break, but they break into the pressures. They get their eyes off of the Lord, and they get into the ways of the world, and, and maybe the addiction of drugs or alcohol, and begin to, to work at them. Uh, his mercy endureth forever, even in that situation. You cannot get outside of his mercy. You may go to the depths of the sea, but his mercy is there. You may go higher than man has ever gone before, and you'll find his mercy is there. You may stumble into a tavern, and 
give up your life uh, and your virtue, but his mercy is always there. Why? Because his mercy endureth forever. Um, God's mercy goes beyond our deepest sin and beyond our loneliest hour. As the psalmist said, his mercy endureth forever. Now, you remember the story of the two men that went into the temple one day. One was a Pharisee and the other was a publican. And the Pharisee said, I'm thankful, Lord, that I'm not like that low down, no good for nothing piece of flesh. I'm thankful that I don't do the things that he has done and, and I do the good things that I do. And the publican, he, he couldn't so much as lift his eyes before God. And he smote his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Now listen, maybe you're here tonight. Maybe you're listening to this message by chance. We never know who might listen. And you're in sin. And you don't know that if you died right now, if you would be in heaven. You're not sure of that fact. Or maybe you are sure that you wouldn't go to heaven. His mercy endureth forever. Tonight, God would save anyone in this room or in this world, anyone who would come to, the, come to him like this publican and say, oh God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I don't deserve it. And I'm sorry for my sin. Be merciful to me, a sinner. The mercy of God will cover every sin in your life. His mercy endures forever. Uh, you say, Preacher, are you sure? Oh, yes, I'm sure. I'm positive. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, in fact, let's, let's turn to at least this scripture in Ephesians chapter 2. And I want you to see in verse 4 what it says about God's mercy. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4. And by the way, in verses 1 through 3, it paints a pretty black picture of the sin, of the lost condition of an individual, a person in this world without God. Uh, then in verse 4 it says, but God. That's what makes the difference. But God, who is, what's that next word? Rich in mercy. I mean, you're never going to use up the mercy of God. It's an endless supply of mercy. He's rich in mercy. His mercy reaches out to every individual tonight. So many folks say they have need. For every need that you have, his mercy endures forever. Um, you know, it seems that the number of people who have, are committing suicide in our society today has increased over these past two years. And maybe possibly there's someone even listening tonight that wonders, is life worth living? So many, I just, I, I don't know what all go, may go through the mind of an individual who comes to, to the depths in their life of, of thinking that way. But I say to that individual, sir, ma'am, his mercy endureth forever. Maybe there's someone who finds himself with that dreaded disease in their life, and they wonder, well, what does the future hold? Again, his mercy endureth forever. The word endureth means nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop the mercy of God. It comes from a Greek word which means to conquer. It means his mercy conquereth forever. So you could put it that way. So you have heartaches, well, his mercy conquereth forever. You have sickness, his mercy conquereth forever. You, you've gone into sin, his mercy conquereth forever. 
You say, with the songwriter, I love this song by Dr. Weigel. It says, I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus since I found in him a friend so strong and true. I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. Praise the Lord. His mercy endureth forever. I would say we, we need to just remember that this week. His mercy endureth forever. Um, why, don't you, why don't you just say it with me here uh, at, at this point here. His mercy endureth forever. One more time. Oh, I love to hear that. What an encouraging sentence that is. His mercy endureth forever. And if you can uh, uh, see, you have eyes that can see the beauty around you, and then you ought to praise God, his mercy endureth forever. Ears to hear, uh, his mercy endureth forever. And you can walk and you can talk and you can hear all these things. Praise God, his mercy endureth forever. In fact, even if you can't walk, even if you can't hear, or you cannot talk, even if you don't have any money, and you don't even know where your next meal is coming, I want to, again, I can say, His mercy endureth forever. Forever and ever and ever. When kingdoms have crumbled from the, from the last time on this earth, His mercy will endure forever. When dictators who've wag their, uh, their fingers in the face of God and wage battles all across this earth. When they fought their last battle, His mercy, God's mercy, will endureth forever. When the stars have fallen uh, uh, like some ripe fruit out of a tree, His mercy will endure forever. When the sun refuses to shine and the moon turns as black as night, His mercy endureth forever. When people shall die no more. And praise God, there's coming a time for us that will experience that. They'll die no more. There'll be no cemeteries that will spot the hills in heaven. And his mercy endureth forever. When shoulders have, have, uh, shall never uh, stoop again and there in glory, nor, nor brows wrinkle, nor faces become furrowed. Why? Because his mercy endureth forever. When all of us wake, in his likeness to live forever around his throne. Oh, we can sing with the angels, his mercy endureth forever. Praise the Lord, his mercy endureth forever. Whatever you're going through tonight, uh, repeat that, know that, uh, say it in your heart, uh, thank God for the, the truth of it, that his mercy endureth forever. Let's bow our heads.